This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 284. In today's episode, I want to talk about slowing down your photography to get better images. That's why I chose the title for this episode that I did. Do you know why I pulled you over? 99 times out of 100, when you get pulled over by an officer of the law, that's the first thing he says to you. And chances are it's because you were speeding. And it's the same with your photography. You need to slow down and take your time. With the advent of digital photography, it's made our lives as photographers so much easier. We're no longer confined to 24 or 36 exposures per roll of film. With memory cards, we can fit hundreds of or even thousands of images at a time in our cameras. With digital cameras, we also get instant gratification because we can shoot and then see the image on the rear LCD or in the case of a mirrorless camera in the electronic viewfinder. Even though we don't get as much detail viewing it this way, we still get more of an instant high but our images can still be subpar once we get back home or back to our studio to edit them. But why is it happening? Why, when we get back home to edit the images, are they not as good as we thought they were? Well, chances are it's because you're not sticking to the fundamentals of photography. You need to make sure you get your exposure triangle right, which, of course, is your ISO, aperture, and shutter speed. But it does not stop there. You need to make sure your focus is locked onto your subject as well. And you need to take your time. Another thing I see frequently from photography students is they seem to think they need to set their camera to continuous shooting mode all the time. This is something that us seasoned photographers call spray and pray. Unless you're shooting sports or fast-moving wildlife like hummingbirds, why would you set your camera to continuous shooting mode? Why? Don't get me wrong. In this age of mirrorless cameras, it is nice to have cameras that are capable of 10 or 20 or even 30 frames per second. But if you're shooting street photography or landscapes or macro, why would you need to set your camera to continuous shooting? You don't need 30, frame, 30 frames per second to shoot street photography or any of these other genres of photography. What you need to do is stop and think back to the beginning of photography, back when all we had was the daguerreotype. This camera used a glass plate to make an exposure, and a single exposure would take several minutes to create. There was no rushing to make an exposure. There was no 10 frames per second. A single exposure would take several minutes to complete. And of course, when shooting using the daguerreotype, if you were shooting a portrait, 
your subject had to remain perfectly still the entire exposure time, which means all portraits were staged during this era in photography. And that's also why very rarely did the subject smile. It's kind of uncomfortable to hold a fake smile on your face for two or three minutes during a portrait session for a single exposure to turn out. And even later on, when 35 millimeter film was invented, when I first started shooting, we had to take our time with each exposure. We had to meter for the lighting conditions. We had to have chosen the correct film speed for what we wanted to shoot ahead of time, as we couldn't change that on the fly like we can today. We had to be slow and meticulous with every shot that we created. And then even after we captured an entire roll of film, we didn't know for sure what we had until we got back to the darkroom. And if you didn't have your own darkroom, then you had to wait for your film to come back from a processing lab. This was why in the film days, if it was a major shoot for a wedding or a commercial client, a photographer would burn through many rolls of film and oftentimes only a small number of shots would turn out as what we called keepers. Can you imagine burning through six to 12 rolls of film at 36 exposures each and you only end up with maybe 20 or 30 shots that are the best of the best? Think about that. Just sit for a moment and think about that. All of those shots and only maybe two or three dozen that were keepers. So getting back to the start of this episode, you need to slow down. You are not on fire when you're out shooting. You need to discipline yourself to take your time. Look at your scene, your surroundings. Visualize your composition and what you are wanting to create. And then take the time to create it. Work through the process in your head before you ever press that shutter button. I know it sounds like it will make your photography boring, but keep in mind that it'll only be really slow when you're first starting out. Over time, you do this process more and more, you'll get faster at visualizing things in your head. But you will still be able to take your time with the actual exposure. And as a result, you will continue to get better images. Now I'm going to take a break right here, and then I'll be right back. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the Liam Photography Podcast. The best way to support the show is to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you get your podcasts. If you want to leave comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can call or text the show at area code 470-294-8191. And you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. You can find the show notes and links at liamphotographypodcast.com. And you can tweet the show at liamphotoatl using the hashtag. Hashtag Liam Photo Podcast. And now back to the show. And we're back. Okay, so continuing on to wrap up this episode. If you know me or you've been listening to this show for some time now, you know that almost a year ago, I switched from Canon 
to Fujifilm entirely. Now, I'd already had the GFX-50R medium format system for a couple of years. And due to chronic arm injuries and pain, I needed to go with a smaller, lighter system for my all-the-time shooting. So I opted to go for Fujifilm since they have the best overall APS-C systems on the market. Now, the other big thing I love about Fujifilm is that their cameras still look more like the old-school film cameras that I started out with many decades ago. I love all the buttons and dials on my Fujifilm cameras. With my GFX-50R and my X-E4, I love the rangefinder design and feel. So many of the cameras today, even the mirrorless models, are made in the same DSLR styling. And that makes them boring to me. They're just black blobs. And although they make amazing images, they have no wow factor when shooting with them. I love that most all of my lenses, both Fujinon and third party, have aperture rings on the barrels. The aperture ring allows me to adjust the aperture the same way I did back in my film days, which just feels so good. And it's great to feel and hear the click of each aperture change. All of my Fujifilm cameras are the basic black models, but many Fujifilm shooters also love that Fuji offers their cameras in a black and silver combination as well, because these versions look even more old school. But my point in this episode is you need to slow down and take your time when shooting. You're not in a competition. You're out there making images. If you do things slowly and methodically, you will get far better images and more keepers when you're post-processing later on. Photography isn't a race to see who can capture the most images at a time. It's a process and an art. And those things never work well when rushed. The exception, of course, as I mentioned before, are sports and fast-moving wildlife. But again, those are times when speed is of the essence. But when shooting those genres of photography, hopefully you'll already have your fundamentals down pat and your processes already worked out in your mind and gotten to the point where everything is muscle memory. So unless you're shooting sports or fast-moving animals, set that continuous drive mode to single shot. You don't need low continuous or high continuous shooting modes until you're shooting something that specifically requires it. I have cameras with 20 frames per second, high-speed shooting. And the only time I use it is when I'm shooting professional motorsports. The rest of the time, my cameras stay on single shot drive mode. Of course, shooting medium format also helps me with keeping my shooting slowed down more as these cameras are not made for high-speed shooting to begin with. They are made for a slow, high-resolution, high-detailed photography. And so that helps. But I'm not saying that's the route that everybody has to go. But you just need to slow things down. Take your time and make sure that you're shooting your vision. Shoot what you visualize in your mind's eye. What you see in your mind's eye as your final image, that's what your goal is. You're not in a race. 
and you're not in a competition. It's just you, your camera, and your creativity. So keep that camera in single shot mode and just create. Remember to check out the Land Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group, and you must answer a security question to join, which is the name of the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest on the show to show that you are a listener. Once you're in the group, you are free to post your own original work. I'm also the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group, but you do have to answer two security questions to join that group. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my projects at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com and forgottenpiecesofpennsylvania.com. All right, that's going to wrap up episode 284 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcast. Also wanted to remind you to stop by the Liam Photography YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, watch the videos, like them, comment on them, share them out on social media. Hit the little bell icon so you can be notified as new content drops. Now, I did just recently cross the 5,000 subscriber milestone. I know it's not a lot, but it is to me. And I want to thank all of my subscribers very much for supporting the channel. And I hope you'll continue to do so and share it out and encourage others to subscribe. I will be posting a new video soon on the Arsenal 2. I'm still working on that video. It's going to take a little bit uh, just because the weather hasn't been very cooperative here in North Carolina lately. Uh, But hopefully I can get that done soon and get that posted. All right, that's going to wrap today's episode. I will see you all again on Sunday. Thank you.